0: greetings and welcome back to qualified nonsense here at qualified nonsense we tackle the tough questions that you send in with our sage and sound advice is pluto a planet what flavor of ice cream is the best flavor of ice cream and is disco truly dead stick around to find out our thoughts on these questions and more i'm jake i'm brandon and i'm matt and this is qualified nonsense
1: Qualified Nonsense was created by childhood best friends that didn't want to lose their long-lasting friendship, so we decided to create a podcast doing what we do best, giving you our quote-unquote professional advice on real-world problems and curiosities. In all reality, we hope to connect with you, the listener, and deepen our friendship all around. So let's get to it. All
2: right, welcome to the third episode of Qualified Nonsense. Why don't we get started with a little little fun fact, kind of get, get to know you. Uh, about each one of us jake you want to give us a a fun fact about yourself sure yeah i raised pigs for 11 years
0: and i lived on a farm doing that and other animals also but mostly just pigs beautiful yeah and they're delightful i love pigs
2: and delicious (laughs) and delicious (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) complimentary to that because i know you shared yours uh showed yours at the fair I worked most of my teen summers at the county fairs with my grandpa and grandma rolling around doing shave ice, and I loved it. I will be going to the Clackamas County
2: Fair this weekend, in fact. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, yeah. I guess it's that time.
0: That's where I Get, showed pigs. Did Were you ready? at the, Matt, were you at the Clackamas County Fair?
1: That's that's where we primarily did it. We did the um, Oregon State Fair once, and it was, that's where I learned how to juggle. Oh yeah! Oh, nice. Damn it! I gave away my next episode. Oh so. no! No! <laughs> <laughs> well, Brandon, get ready for the most uh, politicized and slightly racist rodeo you've ever been to. Well, I, I'm not going to the rodeo, but yeah, I, I, I mean, that's know. too
0: bad. That's a they. They do a great rodeo.
2: Yeah, my uh, no, yeah, my grandma did. entered a tablecloth. She made a tablecloth and entered that. So, I'm going to check that
1: out. Well, hopefully you got your ticket to get in line. Big lines to see that stuff.
2: I know. I, I will say that's not my fun fact. Uh, my fun fact is that uh, my wife and I, we bought our first house less than a year ago. And the fact is, I am surprisingly handy if I may toot my own horn. Um, now that, uh, now that go I go on toot, toot it, <laughs> toot away. No, not, uh, now that I have a garage, I have been pretty pretty decent at uh, building and repairing things, home maintenance, stuff like that.
0: Oh, I'm so interested. Such as?
2: um, Well, with the assistance of my dad, we put in a sliding glass door, um, replaced some French doors and put in a sliding glass door. Well done. Congratulations. I did that, do all the trim around it myself, but by myself, but... Uh, didn't you have to cut open a wall to like access some plumbing? Yeah. When we first moved in, um, when we got the washers and dryer washer and dryer, it, uh, it wasn't, I know this is really interesting, but it wasn't, uh, uh, the, the drain tube was clogged and we thought uh, because we got brand new, brand new washer and dryer set. And I thought there was a problem with it because uh, we ran it and it would, you know, the pipe would fill up and it would, leak onto the floor and uh i thought it was the washer leaking but it was the i kind of moved away from the wall turned it on found out it was the pipe so i had to cut into the wall cut out the part of the leak yeah do all that If we, if,
0: if if this pivots into a plumbing podcast i wouldn't be against it <laughs>
1: Okay, yeah qual- it would still be called qualified nonsense because we don't know oh what yeah. We're doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. yeah 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 the, the the danger would be just higher
1: i or feel like un- we need qualified in- nonsense <laughs> i feel like we need to insert like the tim the tool man taylor after that uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> After, after- <laughs> <laughs> all right well now we're getting to know each other machu i'd already said mine
2: oh you did yeah that you juggled
1: no that was no. going to be the next week's. <laughs> no, that I spent most of my youth working the county. Oh, bears. right, right,
2: right. Never mind. I thought that was never mind. I thought that was an yeah. aside.
1: I know, like saying that you're a carny pretty much consists of all the weird <laughs> things. But yeah, slinging yeah. snow cones or so juggling you, uh, pins,
0: swallow swords. That's cool,
2: Matt. Thanks for uh, thanks for being here.
1: <laughs> Only during the summers. <laughs> Bite hey. the heads off of chickens. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, we're happy to have everybody here for our again. What was this? Our third third episode. This is the third episode. And time Uh, flies. We have questions to get to
2: right after this short break. All right. Welcome back from the break. Let's get to our first listener question. Question comes from Gary from Chatham, New Jersey. Jake, you're the New Jersey expert. Is it Chatham? Chatham. Chatham. Yep chatham new jersey Mm -hmm.
0: there's a chatham in in north carolina also oh no i guess it's a chatham county uh so interesting please carry on
2: (laughs) uh chit chatham about chatham uh (laughs) gary writes hi qn my partner and i are at that age where all of our friends are having kids we're still on the fence about kids and our limited time at home makes us feel like we couldn't really take on anything more than uh, more like a child or children. We've been thinking about maybe getting a pet to see if we can even handle something more than ourselves. Do you have any suggestions? Thanks for the show. My partner and I listen to it together and get a kick out of it.
1: Ooh. Thank you, Gary. You got a That's kick scary. out of our first two episodes. Happy to have a long time listener already.
2: Long time <laughs> <Long-time laughs> first
1: time. Thanks, Gary. Um, so I guess, yeah. Take my question wh- off the air. <laughs> well, Brandon, as you were as you were reading the uh, the question, I was like, man, I hope he doesn't want a pet because he doesn't have time for children. He shouldn't have time for a pet. But Gary, are you, is he asking what kind of pet should he get, or they yeah, should I, get? I guess
0: so. I think so because okay. it looks like
1: I well, think it looks so- like they're trying to
0: soft soft shoe into like responsibilities other than themselves.
1: Oh, get something that's in a cage then like a, a lizard that only eats once a week.
2: Yeah, I would their... say, I mean, if you, if you don't have time for children, I think something like a dog would probably, you know, dogs are pretty needy. So
1: I, I, I don't know. I have, I have, a, a, dog of... that, I have a dog that sleeps probably more than your cats, Brandon. So I think it depends <laughs> on the breed. I mean, obviously know your breeds, like do your homework. There's, more breed like don't get a husky because if you don't have time for that you're not gonna have yeah i mean (laughs) they need a lot of exercise they need that stimulation but like i have a half corgi half tibetan spaniel look it up um or we can post a link in our social medias follow us on social media um and she is like she's per she's amazing she's perfectly content just laying around she feeds off of our energy and if you know you stand up and put your shoes on and grab the leash she's ready to go and she'll walk 10 miles if you let her so i would say yeah get a pet but do your homework as to what it is you're looking for you know if you're an apartment i know like burmese mountain dogs they're great apartment dogs even though they're massive they don't require a whole lot but you know same with
0: the same with the uh what are those huge uh, the great
2: danes they're good apartment dogs there was a bunch of them in new york
1: great danes saint bernards as well
2: why why is that you would think like a gigantic dog would need more
1: space that's just they they i mean they have they exert so much energy just to like stand and go about yeah, their,
0: their energy output is pretty low mm, whereas well, like uh my, my brother and and his wife have a an australian shepherd and they're always out walking them they're like that the high energy output is is the yeah i mean what, what matt said learn your learn your breeds if you're gonna go in for a dog or something like that make sure you know what you're getting yourself into
1: I think a lot of people gravitate towards even like just getting fish and I don't necessarily think they understand like, Oh, fish just swim around and I have to feed them twice a day, but you also have to like clean all of their shit. You got to get all the muckiness out of, you know, you got to clean their rocks and the bowls and yeah, we've yeah, had fish for a,
0: for a long time. And I think the, I actually think, I actually wonder Gary, if fish is a good idea for you because getting started with fish is, um, you have to do a lot of investigation a lot of like water testing and you have to be pretty vigilant at first, but once you get the tank stabilized or the water, you know, um, pH and stuff stabilized, then you can sort of just clean it semi regularly and keep them fed. And I'm talking about freshwater tanks, by the way, not saltwater tanks. Don't get into that. (laughs) That's, that's too much.
1: I feel like fish is a gateway thing for like getting into exotic pets and like illegal, like activity. Like, I feel like people, people start with like exotic fish and start trading them and then they get into like crocodiles and pythons.
2: <laughs> well, Where is I, he at? I,
1: He's not in Florida, is he? Uh,
2: no, no we're in New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, same thing. But I, <laughs> I will say if you are interested in uh, fish and you are renting, sometimes, uh, you know, uh, your landlords don't want you to have fish tanks. So that's a really good point. Double check your lease. Yeah. Um,
1: but oh, I uh... nobody cares about that. Nobody nobody checks their lease. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh well, I just talked to somebody today and they're like, Oh, I gotta get my dogs out because I'm having my inspection. I was like, Oh, are you you know selling your house? Like, no, well I rent and I am not supposed to have dogs. So, well, how many how many dogs do you have? She's like, Oh, I have five. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> also, you can't hide like if you take the dogs out of the house. People are still going to know you have dogs. Like mm-hmm. even the ones that don't shed quote I'm doing air quotes they still shed a lot. <laughs> so
2: yeah, I uh, I had a, uh, one of my former leases. Um, there was a clause in there about not putting uh, fish tank rocks down the garbage disposal. Who the fuck does so, that? So I mean, what kind were, of what kind of happened? Like... So they had to put it in the. <laughs> The I mean, the
1: rules place. always exist for a reason, but that's pretty impressive. You're like, hey, you know what would be really fun? I don't own this place. Let's grind up some fucking rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're trying to make sand. I don't know. <laughs> and just wash it down the drain. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm personally partial to felines. Obviously, I've mentioned that before. I like cats. They're pretty... They'll let you when they want. let you know when they want attention. Um, I don't know. If they're if you have the right cat, they're pretty cuddly.
1: I don't know. I know. Can't be, can't be trusted. <laughs> I don't was trust them. In Constantine, where they're half in, half out. Cats are half in, half out. They're a good medium. <laughs> of, hell, of hell, that I is like, uh, oh, of, of hell. hell? Oh, yeah.
0: like in a constant state, like a living cat is always half in, half out.
1: Yeah, that's how they can always tell what's going on. All right. And I believe that
2: I believe facts. (laughs) So, yeah, I think it it just kind of depends on your situation. If, um, you know, after your research. Uh, But I I mean, you two have children and you have or have had pets like there's it's not like a one to one thing, right?
1: (laughs) No, they're definitely, you know, pets eat twice a day. Kids eat 18 times a day like a um, child is not
2: like a lateral move from having a dog.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: no, but no. I but I do think, you know, um as 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 I've seen certainly in the northeast of the United States there's people who are getting pregnant and having kids um sort of further on in their or like older than our parents. I'll say that then. Um so I do wonder if people are getting so comfortable with being themselves and looking out for just themselves or just them and their partner to expand on that is sort of a difficult thing. And i i, I would i would imagine that getting an animal, uh, a pet or something that you know just sort of broadens your responsibility, uh, will give a good indicator whether like it's super super out of the question or <laughs> or you know oh it's a possibility like oh I can handle this new dog or fish tank or whatever. So I think I think that's the the right move, at least to get like a like a very baseline. Can I do this or not?
1: Yeah, I would say go to the fair and win a goldfish and then start there. And then, you know, you'll get to the point of kids, maybe. You know, from goldfish go to, the, to kids,
0: go to the fair, get some shaved ice, raise some pigs. <laughs> there you go.
1: Win a goldfish, get all the responsibility. Work as a
2: carny, get a job Work as a carny,
1: swallow <laughs> so some swords. Raise them on the road. Isn't there a journey song about that? Circus life. There is. Faithfully. All right. Fun facts. Um, I'll believe you. Gary. Yeah, Gary. Good luck. Uh, Definitely no kids. Get an easy pet. Send us a pic of whatever you get. Yeah. Tag us on social media.
2: All right. Next. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Next listener email is uh written in anonymously
1: oh oh must be good i can't wait
2: he she or they writes hi qn my wife and i choose to celebrate halloween with our three kids take them trick-or-treating carve pumpkins let them wear costumes eat candy the whole nine yards i was raised in a very religious christian household where we never celebrated halloween as it was viewed as satanic when our children are with my parents Our kids report back to us that my parents tell them that Halloween is evil. All three love the holiday and getting their spooky on. How can I shield my kids from having their favorite holiday ruined while also preserving my relationship with my parents?
1: Not confident my wife didn't write this in on behalf of us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, anonymous. Um, I actually kind of grew up with this similar issue. I was raised Southern Baptist and my parents are, my dad's a deacon of the church. My mom is the treasurer and had our strong convictions growing up. But what we did was a harvest party um, because they just didn't, he still dressed up. He still got candy. I don't, I just can't call it Halloween for some reason. Um, but, you know, we kind of navigated that. But when we got uh, older, we went out with our friends. Actually, I went out with these guys, did trick or treating. But um, we
2: went trick or trading way later than we should have been trick or trading like way older than I, I remember. Yep. Yeah. I think we we're like 13 or 14 or something. And people yeah, were like you guys are too old.
1: Oh, I went with Ryan when I was like 17, maybe even 18. And we just like <laughs> threw something. Well, he had like all the card like the flaw. He went as a flogger. I distinctly remember him going as a flogger. I was like, well, that's <laughs> the time to do it. Um, I don't remember. I think I went as Alice Cooper because I went, They're like eighteen times in a row, um, yeah. You you're not wrong. We did go way older than we should have. But to answer back to the back to the question, um, I would say you need to set some boundaries with your parents. Like, I guess give them. Do you? Let's see. Obviously, I mean, Christmas won't be viewed as satanic neither is Thanksgiving. So maybe kind of renegotiate holidays spent with them and say, look, this is important to me. I want my kids to have, you know, a quote unquote, normal childhood. So you're not going to get them on Halloween. And if you want to see them on Halloween, you got to meet me on my level because I'm guessing you probably do that with your parents as well and go to church on Easter Sunday or something on Christmas. So I would say just have a conversation and meet your parents in the middle.
2: And it's likely that, Halloween probably isn't the only thing that you don't see eye to eye on, so maybe take your experiences from other aspects of your life and kind of apply it here, but I mean, I don't, I'm assuming a lot of things.
1: But. Just tell your parents they can have them on Columbus Day. <laughs> or All Saints Day the next day. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Jake, what say you? You were raised super I don't know.
0: I don't know this. uh, I don't know a good answer. That's not just being a dick to your parents, but um, I mean, it is,
2: you could just say, Hey, I'm going to raise my kids the way I want to raise them. And you raised your kids the way you wanted to, um, you know?
0: Well, no, but the, yeah, the the important part of the question is how can we shield our kids from this favorite holiday uh, without while preserving our relationship with their parents? So I I don't, I don't know about the while part, um but i would attempt to have a non combative conversation um about the silliness of the claim that um halloween is so terrible <laughs> because i i'm pretty sure there's no biblical um you know identifier for halloween like i don't think that was i don't think they overlapped as far as um uh, like the storytelling aspect of it or the the historical aspect of it or anything and correct me oh, if i'm I, wrong guys
1: i guarantee you there's a sermon somewhere that says that it is so people just believe it well, well, I, th- well I think well, the no, no, origins no. of
2: I, I think the origins of halloween are kind of where a lot of um a lot of christian people kind of have their misgivings about it that, you know, the, What's pa- the word? pagan holiday and all that but i don't
0: no, know. just tell yeah pagan holiday just just reference a christmas tree <laughs> anonymous just just say that chris a christmas tree is also a pagan uh uh idol so um if they're gonna have a christmas tree then you don't want them at their house i, I don't I don't, also, I don't know that i have <laughs> good, good good wholesome advice for this <laughs> also favorite.
2: i mean you know charles dickens the most famous uh, christmas story has ghosts in it ghosts are at halloween Nice. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can draw parallels. That's,
0: that's why I, why I started with saying, try to be non-combative about it because I, the, the whole, the whole notion of this predicament is combative and I don't think that's avoidable. So perhaps taking the Matt suggestion route and just saying, you know, different strokes for different folks and, and we're going to do things a little bit differently than you did things. and I, And we hope that you respect that.
1: So, when uh, we were doing the harvest party and I was finding my way out of religion, there was somebody, I forget who turned me on to it, but there was this story of uh, it's in judges and it's actually judge judges for 20. Um, oh no, sorry four twenty one, 21. Uh, and it says, yeah. Yeah. but as he lay sleeping from exhaustion, Herber's wife, JL took a tent peg, grabbed a hammer and went silently to Sisera. She drove a tent peg through his temple into the ground and he died. So I wanted to go, obviously, as the husband that took a tent peg through the temple, and my parents put a kibosh to that. And I was like, well, again, I'm just trying to try to meet you on your level here, folks.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, the Bible is uh, pretty pretty violent, but
1: Yeah, that old testament's gnarly shit.
2: I I do think you can have a, a mature conversation. You know, you, you can be gentle with your parents. You can say, you know, you know, the little junior here said that uh, you've been telling them that Halloween is evil. They've been looking forward to it this year. And, you know, we're just going to we're going to celebrate it. I know you don't agree with it, but can you please avoid spoiling it for them? You know, I guess Spoiler all you can alert. do, all you can do is ask <laughs> But yeah. I mean, the, the worst they can say is no. And then then that's a different conversation. But if, your parents, speak, are, uh, I <laughs> if your parents are if your parents are somewhat reasonable, I think they would maybe understand that, you know, they might be overstepping their bounds.
1: Uh, I don't know. Like I had I had to have one of those conversations with my parents after I went to Christian college that. I don't exactly believe what they believed. And I was a, you know, I was an adult I was trying to handle an adult and you know, like now we're okay, but it, I mean, it, and it took, it took a minute, but they're okay with it now. But I still, you know, I'm told that I'm prayed for on a nearly daily basis, which is fine. That's their prerogative. But um, I would say just have that hard conversation because the more you prolong it, the, the more your parents are going to think, well, they'll come around that's the way people of faith are.
0: Yeah, Matt. I mean, this is getting further away from the question and more about us, but it's our podcast. So listen to it anyway. It's um, well, we, a real world this, experience. This, yeah, no, I mean, we've, we've, we've circled around this conversation topic a lot growing up together because we had, we all had varying degrees of religion, um, you know, in our lives as, as many people do. And, um, it's a, it's a conversation topic that regularly comes up with how to address disagreements between people who are of a religious belief or, and and like, you know, alternately people with different religious beliefs or no religious beliefs. It's, it's a tough conversation to have. And oftentimes it can turn combative. And I think there are ways to do it non-combatively, but it is delicate and, um, Anonymous, we wish you luck on this adventure that you're going to have talking to your parents. But I, I, it is. It's important.
2: It's an important conversation to have. Well said. Have a safe and happy Halloween with your children.
1: <laughs> this Goes episode brought to you by REM.
2: <laughs> Do you think... Um, I mean, it uh, is... I I'm assuming you know you you both celebrate Halloween with your kids. Like is uh like going from kind of like adult like drunken Halloween party to like kids going out trick or treating, like transitioning to that is it do you have more fun doing that? Like is it uh it's different. I,
0: I have <laughs> way more fun hanging out with my kids and seeing like like kids getting a kick out of their costumes and showing them off to each other and everybody being in bed by nine
2: 30.
1: I love that. That's great. Yeah. But they're still like the, like me and like what we did, there's still the fucking teenagers that come by and like, you you know, the kids are in bed. It's eight o'clock. It's just now barely dark. Right. And those teenagers come around ringing the doorbell, (laughs) even though the lights off. So it's enjoyable to a certain degree, but it's also annoying of like, man, I wish these teenagers didn't exist. Even though we were those people,
0: I I was fortunate enough to live now on a dead both both places that I've lived uh, with kids have been on dead end roads that are that are not frequented. So I I haven't had to deal with that. But I would imagine that that element of it would be quite annoying.
2: I do imagine, yeah, with with kids, it would kind of make it fun like trick-or-treating with them and picking out costumes and carving pumpkins and, and all that I, I think it's kind of I kind of feel like Christmas is for kids and having Christmas with like Christmas morning with kids is a lot more fun than like, two adults <laughs> with no kids
0: Christmas yeah Christmas is great Christmas is bananas but it's mm-hmm. it's but a it's lot of
1: waste fun. as, <laughs> in, <laughs> as, of as in paper as paper yeah
0: And toys, frankly, like these kids, I don't know about you, Matt, but like we get them like, like, you know, we try to do things exciting for them and give them fun toys and whatever. And they, you know, Oscar right now is my eldest and he's six going on seven November and, you know, he's, he's getting to the point where his like toys aren't like, they don't have the longevity that they used to have. And so he's really excited about a toy for like a day. And then it's like just sits there. We're like, mm, yeah, okay,
1: well, we regularly go through and, uh, you know, quote unquote, give toys to new families that need them. That just is a fancy way of saying a Goodwill run. Good for you. But you know, we we try to make things exciting for the kids, but it's also like you just kind of look at yourself and you're like, ugh, I could I could honestly rewrap something they haven't played with in two months, and they'd be mm-hmm. fine.
2: Well, anonymous. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that helped. Yeah, tough situation.
1: <laughs> be be sure to videotape their reaction and send it to us.
0: Oh yeah, body cam it
1: definitely. Do a hidden mm-hmm. camera and then, uh, yeah, put it on TikTok and, and stuff. then
0: and then we'll post it on
2: our socials and we'll we'll tag anonymous. Or go to your know. parents' house, take them trick or treating to your parents' house, and when they <sighs> give out candy, egg their front door.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm with Brad on this one. You earned it, T- mom TP
2: their lawn. <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> Did you guys have uh, anything else to add? I, I say we leave it at that. Just All get right. really aggro. Just get aggro with it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well then, uh, why don't we take a quick little break?
1: Alrighty, and we're back from break. That uh, that break was brought to you by the Book of Judges. Go stab somebody in the temple with a tent peg. <laughs> Yikes! All right, this is the one of my favorite parts of the episode where we do a lightning round. Three random questions for each of us, one to two minute answers. Please keep it brief. But we're gonna go start with Brandon. Let's see here, Brandon. Do robots have rights? Ooh. Um,
2: I would say that a robot built by a corporation does not have rights.
1: Okay, even that's, if it's programmed
2: with feelings, it does not have rights.
1: That's a that's a. I mean, there's there's a, this is a this can add some like deep answers. All right, Jake, do robe do robots have rights?
0: I don't feel like I know enough about um, programmatic learning and, you know, what we broadly call artificial intelligence to appropriately answer this question. I don't think they do right now. I think
2: they will soon.
1: Hmm. Interesting. I
2: think when they're murdering you, they don't care if you have rights.
1: That's true. Well, I I mean, Skynet, man
0: american citizens who murder you
2: would have rights all right save it for the supreme court hippie
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh all right i'm going with no uh because it's just a clean no i like that i'm going with (laughs) no because they're 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 just a machine that's been programmed to be an exit like i don't know it's like a person made this steel, this aluminum can that I'm drinking out of. Does it have rights? No. And it's made by a person. What uh, about something... RoboCop, who is part machine, part man? That's that's I mean, that's fiction.
2: <laughs> but does RoboCop have rights?
1: He did until um, he failed at his job and then had to get put back together.
0: Yeah, Brandon, I think what you're thinking of is. He should movie. be grateful he got a second chance. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> mm-hmm
1: yeah i'm I'm just going i'm just going hard no because if even if you program one with a feeling that's a feeling that you've again artificially given to something so you're projecting
0: well i mean kind of except for like the the little uh, well i mean this isn't this is supposed to be a rapid round but maybe we can get into this later i'm next
1: question will be easier okay all right best date idea that costs zero dollars is this a real date that we've done
2: or just uh nope. an this idea? Is the
1: best date idea that costs zero dollars. Could be something you done, could be something you want to do.
2: I love a good hike.
0: Uh the the Anna and I are bird watchers, birders as they're called. Um, and granted it costs some money to you know buy binoculars or whatever, but like going out and just enjoying the outside, priceless.
1: Killer. Brandon.
2: Yeah, um, being in nature, uh, I mean, it's hard to, you know, is like driving somewhere considered zero dollars because you have to pay for fuel or, you know. Um,
1: I think you're reading but, too much into this.
2: Uh, maybe I am. Uh, yeah, I would say, I don't know. Uh, I. <laughs> This is difficult. Uh, I, I mean, like probably you know, similar to what Jake said. Going near a body of water is always nice. Yeah, it's so a lake, I, river, ocean, whatever.
1: I would say there's a uh, there's a little park right across the street, pretty much from Ecliptic Brewing in Portland, and a lot of people just go there and sit and watch a the sunset. They don't have anything. Um, you know, they just sit and watch. And I would say that's a great spot to, you know, learn about somebody because you don't necessarily have to look each other in the eyes if it's awkward. You can just sit there and kind of bounce ideas back and forth off of each other. So I'm going to say watch a sunset at God, I forget the name of the park.
2: Well, also, um, um, speaking of parks in the summer, a lot of uh, a lot of local parks do um, either free concerts or movies in the park, things like that, like those are free. That's kind of a nice little, little outing for free. True.
0: Sandy always had some really good ones in uh, Mining Park. Mm -hmm. That was fun.
1: All right, we're going to take a about face. Best solo musician,
0: Matt. I think you should take this one at first to give us. We'll know who
2: who you'll say.
1: He's (laughs) not a solo. I mean, no, he's not really a solo. Prince is not a. I guess. I guess he is. He's. It's his yeah, band, Prince. It's, I guess, it's not yeah, Prince I'm gonna go with... and, the,
0: and the xylophones.
1: <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of musicians I respect that kind of do their own thing. Like, I don't necessarily enjoy just sitting down and listening to him, but I really appreciate how talented he is. Is Jeff Beck, um, I from you know, from uh, um,
0: what doesn't what's his band? back doesn't he have a back is it is it, is it i know I, I was at, that's what i'm asking i don't know who jack Beck is i
1: guess no he's i mean he's just an older guy oh, God, i don't know about his history i just know Wasn't that i like... In,
2: like the yard birds or like uh oh yeah back in the day uh, we're gonna have to
1: cut we're gonna have to cut this yeah this is which is fine know, you can just trim this out can't be you? left
2: on the editing floor. Uh, I guess I, I yeah I'll,
0: I'll avoid being like who's that because that's gonna happen a lot I bet
1: he uh I mean where I found oh yeah him he was, was in the
2: Yardbirds <laughs> and
1: went solo. I mean anyway. when I found him it was oh, his yeah, somewhere over the he did somewhere over the rainbow just himself on the guitar and it made it like he I kind of hate this term but like he really made his guitar sing it was beautiful nice all right how about Brandon. you and jake
2: who do you say or jake oh i
0: uh, uh i'm not sure um i would i i can't i don't oftentimes sit and listen to music and just enjoy the music for the music but i'm i'm always very much entertained by bob dylan and his lyrics and his sort of weird, twangy, I guess, like, I guess it's almost singing that he does with his music. It's just kind of weird. It's not, like, great to listen to, but it's really
2: interesting. I'll say that. Actually, like, I, uh, <laughs> the other day I was, uh, listening to his Blood on the Tracks album. And it is, I don't know, like, I, I think it's kind of just nice to listen to, like, just the easy listening. But, you know, yeah, he is, a prolific songwriter and I guess that's kind of a component too is um somebody who's written a ton of music um I I I will say probably Stevie Wonder I think is the best solo musician
1: nice I'm gonna backtrack on mine if we could edit mine out um (laughs) okay (laughs) uh for me it would actually be Jason Isbell of Jason Isbell and the 400 unit is his band but he used to he was in drive-by truckers back in the day um, and I as somebody that plays music I don't I can honestly say I've never really listened to lyrics until uh, my wife took me to one of his concerts and like made, sat me down and made me listen to him and his music actually has made me cry based off of just the content he sings about and it's really hard-hitting but he has always stated I'm a guitar player first and foremost but um, fantastic guitar player just absolutely beautiful so i'm gonna go with jason isbell and the 400 unit which is his band so i don't feel like he can really be solo without having a backup and he's know, pretty or, or, uh, outspoken or politically very him and his wife both amanda shires
0: no, I'll also say that I'm now thinking of things that I actually listen to, like sit and listen to. Because I, although I appreciate Bob Dylan, I, Fats Waller, I can sit and listen to Fats Waller all day long. But it's but it's kind of weird because it's old, like it's oldie music, but it's it's very entertaining.
1: To listen some of the some of the best music.
2: I don't know. Yeah, now that we're talking, like you do, start thinking about like like Dolly Parton or uh like Little Richard like nobody had ever heard anything like Little Richard when he right. came along and like he was a really entertaining performer but I don't know
1: <laughs> Dave Grohl has a really funny story about the one and only time he met uh Little Richard he was standing outside of an airport smoking a cigarette and this guy walked up to him and he's like hey I'm um I'm Little Richard's nephew and he really wants to meet you and he's like fuck <laughs> he's like whatever and he said this limo pulls up to him he's like he's over there he wants to say hi and he walks over and the window rolls down halfway and he's like sure as shit he was sitting in there with his like hair done up and he all he does is he rolls down the window he's like dave grow i like your music god bless you and he rolls up the window and tries <laughs> uh, but that's awesome going back to that i think it is kind of hard to i mean that's kind of a devious question of like solo like the best solo act what is it the yeah the best Mm -hmm. solo musician because they all have a support and they're Mm -hmm. like you're only ever as good as the people that you bring on behind you right yeah unless you're like acapella or phil collins then (laughs) (laughs) he's not he's not doing music now anymore
2: is he ill
1: he's very ill Mm. yeah he like can't even walk yeah, I mean, Genesis, it's okay. Hot take. No,
2: I, I wasn't putting Phil Collins out there as a, one of the best musicians. Just doesn't he like play every instrument?
1: Yeah, I mean, unless you want to like label which Peruvian flute band you're really into, you can't really have a solo. You know, you're not truly solo.
0: Weird Al Yankovic on the, uh, on the uh, accordion? Yes. Yeah. Well,
1: even and, he you know, has a band.
2: True. <laughs> yeah, it, it is tough because then, like, we can really get into different genres. I don't know. All right. Well, interesting question. That does it for us for our lightning round all right and that does it for episode number three for us so thank you for listening don't forget to rate review share like and subscribe on apple podcast or your podcast app of choice send any advice questions to qualified nonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials qualified nonsense across all platforms music provided by ortega special thanks to king james bible for that gruesome story We'll see you back here next week for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. Happy Halloween.